We're for sharing innovative treatments and preventing disease before it ever develops. Learn how our team is working to better care for you on this edition of UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Are you severely overweight? Have you ever considered bariatric surgery? But who is really a candidate for this weight loss surgery and what does it involve? My guest today is Dr. Peter Hallowell. He's a board-certified surgeon and director of bariatric surgery at the UVA Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Hallowell. Tell us a little bit about bariatric surgery. What does it involve? Um, so bariatric surgery involves uh, an operation on the patient, and it describes a field of surgery where there are multiple different procedures that we do, all with the goal to help the patient lose a significant amount of weight and to improve the medical problems that are associated with carrying a significant amount of weight. What are the different kinds of bariatric surgery out there now? Some of them are permanent and some of them are not, correct? Um, yes. The, in, in, a, in a general sense, um, what we found is that um, even the, the procedures that are somewhat temporary, um, once that uh, procedure is withdrawn, there's a tendency to regain weight. So there tends to need to be a procedure that's in effect to maintain this weight loss. Uh, the procedures that are commonly done in the United States include the gastric bypass, the sleeve gastrectomy, the and the lap band as, as far as uh, common surgical procedures. So who are candidates? Who really should be considering any of these types of bariatric surgery? Excellent question. So patients who are severely overweight, and in medical terms, we measure that by a tool called the body mass index. This is essentially a ratio of your height and weight so that taller people can carry a, a lot more weight. Think of a person like Shaquille O'Neal, who's nearly seven feet tall, versus somebody who's five foot four. Shaquille O'Neal can carry a lot more weight on his frame and not be unhealthy. Um, the body mass index is not something that you can easily uh, calculate in your head. Uh, most uh, places have a calculator on a website, and uh, we use we use that in our uh, in our own clinic. Um, and what we're looking to see is whether if your body mass index is greater than forty, uh, you would be a candidate for surgery, or if your body mass index was greater than thirty five. Uh, and you had a significant medical problem like hypertension, diabetes, uh, obstructive sleep apnea. And in the body mass index in those ranges translates to roughly 80 to 100 pounds over your ideal weight. So, Dr. Hallowell, explain a little bit about these types of surgery. So, it, it makes your stomach, people think of, of a stomach getting smaller and not being able to, you know, limiting the amount of solid food. But does that also be like malabsorptive? Does it make it so that you cannot retain that food? Explain a little bit about it. Yeah, so each each of the main procedures that we do works in a slightly 
different way. So I'll take them uh, kind of each in and of itself. So a gastric bypass, we will take the upper part of your stomach and staple that off and make it into what we call a small pouch. It's generally about the size of an egg or smaller uh, and holds pretty much up to about an ounce to an ounce and a half of food or fluid. We then take part of your small intestine and attach it to that pouch that the food you eat will go into the stomach and then into a part of the small intestine that's usually further down. Um, and then we, we make another connection um, either even further down the small bowel um, where the rest of the uh, body's juices from the liver and pancreas and the rest of the stomach uh, come in to help you digest. Um, so in a traditional sense, we think of that operation is sometimes limiting the amount of food that you can eat because of the size of the pouch um, and also inducing a little bit of malabsorption because of where the digestive enzymes come into the system and shortening your intestine a little bit. Um, some of the newer research into bariatric surgery uh, indicates that, that some of the effects that we're having may be more hormonal or biochemical than pure restriction of food or malabsorption. Uh, and that, while it hasn't been fully fleshed out, is one of the most interesting areas uh, in the field. The next procedure that's commonly done in the United States, and in fact is the most common operation performed these days, is called the sleeve gastrectomy. Uh, and simply put, that uh, is taking the stomach and turning it into a thin tube about the size of your esophagus. So if you think of your stomach as a big reservoir that can stretch out, especially around Thanksgiving time when you may overindulge in, in food and it becomes a big reservoir, the sleeve gastrectomy turns that into a much smaller uh, reservoir, much smaller tube, and you cannot hold as, as much food. And then the last procedure that's commonly done in the United States, the lap band, uh, we take basically a plastic uh, 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 belt with a balloon on the inside and put that around the upper part of the stomach, right by the entrance to the stomach. And by inflating or de uh, uh, inflating the balloon, we cause that area to narrow down uh, and uh, allow patients to feel hungry uh, earlier than they would with eating food. So it gives a lot more restriction. So what que questions would you advise patients to ask their doctors when they're considering these types of surgery? Um, they need to ask their doctor, if they're considering the surgery, which, which operation may be best for them. Uh, they should ask their doctor uh, how much experience have they had in the various operations that they've proposed. Uh, it would be very prudent to ask what the risks of the surgery that they're thinking about uh, entail, uh, what the potential benefits for them are, um, and if the uh, surgeon is a member of an organization that specializes in uh, bariatric surgery and the hospital and center they're going to um, is recognized as the center that performs these. And 
uh, high volume uh, with good outcomes. So tell us a little bit about the recovery. We don't have much time left, but what can patients expect afterward? Um, again, it depends on the procedure that they have, um, but in general, it's about a two-day hospital stay. Um, most of the procedures in the United States uh, are performed uh, in a minimally invasive surgery fashion or what we call laparoscopic surgery. So there'll be multiple small incisions on the patient's abdomen. Uh, this allows it uh, to have a lot less pain than a traditional uh, open surgical incision. Um, the patients will generally recover uh, pretty quickly from the surgical side of the uh equation. However, they begin losing weight, uh, especially with a gastric bypass or sleeve, sometimes up to a pound a day. Um, so they may feel a lot of fatigue up until uh, six weeks after surgery. Um, so that, those are should, should be some of the expectations going in, that they may be out of work for a week or two after a surgery, and they, they may feel tired for up to a month to a month and a half. And Dr. Hallowell, why should patients come to UVA for their bariatric surgery? Well, UVA is a, uh, has been doing bariatric surgery for the longest period of time in Central Virginia, um, and we have the most experienced team taking care of our patients, uh, and we are a, a recognized center of excellence for bariatric surgery, and we've held that designation um, since the beginning of the uh, program to to designate hospitals as centers of excellence. Um, so it's really our experience, our knowledge, uh, and our skill at doing these uh, operations that uh, should drive patients to come and see us. Thank you so much. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>